And what's your name? Devin, I'm Chandler. Chandler, yes, nice to meet you. Uh, you care if I ask you a few questions? Uh, just depends on kind of what about. I'm not gonna comment on like a whole lot. I don't have opinions there. Right, right. I know that I've talked to other officers before and I don't know if you're aware, but I asked them a lot of the questions that, uh, you know, pertain to their faith and what they think about the situation. And they, they usually say, I can't comment on that because your job and and you know what you could get in trouble for and all of that kind of stuff right um, so like one of the concerns uh, that people have there's there's two two sides to it there are people who like they're like you're a police officer right and you're supposed to uphold the law right you're supposed to protect life right and um, one of the things that people get upset with because we've talked to the police officers before and asked them why are you here at a place that murders children, right? Do you believe that that's what happens in the abortion clinic? I don't have an opinion about that. Okay, so it's a, it, you don't you don't know? I just don't have an opinion. About it. Okay, so is, is, is it a, it's a not a fact, or you just can't you can't give an opinion? What's your what, I mean? What's your question? Okay, so does the city of Asheville Police I don't Department? Speak for the city of Asheville Police Department. You don't speak for them? No. Okay. Okay. Your your job. You're here today, employed by who? Uh, Planned You're employed by Planned Parenthood. So you are off duty from the city of Asheville right now. And so you are on duty for Planned Parenthood. And they pay you to do what? I secure the facility, protect the protesters, and I protect the county protesters. Okay. Um, secure the facility in what way? Just from like anything horrible to happen. I would also enforce the city ordinance for the picketing stuff. I mean, you guys are well-versed in that. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Um, protect you guys mm -hmm. from them. And, and I appreciate that. Guys. Trust me. Yeah. Protect them from right. everything else. And we are, as far as I'm concerned, and these guys are concerned, we're, we're nonviolent. We, we, we love you. We care about you. Uh, uh, I believe that, you know, I respect you highly. Um, I, I thank you for what you do. You sacrifice your life every day for people, uh, even people that probably, <laughs> you probably maybe not even like, you know what I mean? Like there could be somebody that could be a really bad person, right? And you would probably even risk your life to save somebody that, right? You, you would be questionable whether or not they were a good person, right? And so I, I want you to know that I respect you and, uh, and I'm thankful that, you, that you're here. And I want you to know that. That's not fluff. I just want you to know that. Uh, the Bible tells us in Romans uh, 13, Right, that you're God's deacon, that you're God's servant. I don't know if you've ever thought about yourself that way, but, but God has ordained you, right? And, and your job is to, to bear the sword when need be, right? You're, you're to, that's not my job. My job is to be a minister of the gospel. I'm not a police officer. Um, like Are you if a some, pastor? Huh? Are you a pastor? Uh, I'm a former pastor. Okay, yeah. so you're good, okay. you're good at speaking. So. Okay, and so, and, and so my, my point is, um, I didn't ask you before, but one of the guys in the truck that was pulling around, he threatened my life like five times. He pulled in, I said, hey man, we're here to help you. I don't know if you heard me yell at him, but we, we raise our voice, you know, we go, hey man, we're here to help you today. It seemed like he, he had a female in the, in the passenger seat. I don't know if it was his girlfriend or, or if his wife, I don't know, it doesn't matter. But obviously he was bringing her in. Today is the day for a fact that they do abortions here, that they actually end the life of a human being in the womb, right? Different stages as far as like how old they are, but that's what they do. Okay. Now I know you don't have a comment on that, but that's, that's a fact. Okay. Now when he came in, he says, F you dude, I'm going to kill you. Right. Well, he just threatened my life. Right. What I should have done is said, Hey officer, he just threatened my life because then that's your job. 
to enforce that, right? I mean, if he if he made a verbal threat to, his, to my life. Well, I came around over here and I was like, hey man, please don't walk your wife or your, or your girlfriend in there. Please, we wanna to talk to you because we wanna give you a better understanding of what they actually do in there. And he threatened my life again, okay? Now I'm not wanting to write up a report on him or anything, right? I care about him and I care about his wife or girlfriend. I also care about the baby that's in there. Um, we are made in the image of God and we have, uh, it's ingrained in us to, to care about human life. Uh, obviously you, you care about human life because you wouldn't be a police officer if you weren't, right? And so I have three children, I have three girls, they're pretty young. And if one of them ran across the road or ran out over here and a car was coming, I guarantee you if I couldn't see my children run out there, you'd forget what I was saying and you'd run out there and you'd grab my daughters, right? One of my daughters, whoever it was, and you'd pull her into safety. I guarantee you, you would, right? Would, would, do you agree? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. so what I'm, what I'm getting at is that we have this, uh, this conscience and this morality that's given to us by our Creator, right? And I don't know your faith, and I know you're not gonna tell me, so I'm, I, it, it matters to me, right? But I understand that I know, I've done this before. You're not gonna tell me, okay? So I know you're listening, and I know that I appreciate that. I'm, like I said, I'm here for everyone. That's why I came out here and talked to you. Right. But I, I, wanna, I wanna tell you some hard truths. Are you okay with that? Sure. Okay. That ultimately, don't know your faith, so I don't know if you agree to this or not, but it, it doesn't matter if you agree to it or don't agree to it or have an opinion on it, is that God is the creator of all things. And, and God has created all things and we're subject to Him because He's the creator. And He's created us in such a way that we're supposed to worship Him and love Him, right? We know Him through the Bible, through, through the Word of God. He is Jesus Christ, right? Jesus Christ is the Son of God. He's the creator of all things, right? He came into the world, right? You know this, right? He came into the world, He was born through a virgin. Right? He's fully God and fully man, because obviously how do virgins have babies, right? He was born of the Holy Spirit. He lived a perfect sinless life, so he was perfectly righteous. So he fulfilled the law of God perfectly. I've never done that. You've never done that, right? Uh, have you ever looked at a woman with lust before? You don't have to comment on that, but you, you, your conscience knows. The, uh, Jesus says that that's committing adultery, right? Have you ever been angry at somebody where you um, have, uh, I don't want you to get hit, um, angry at somebody that you insulted them, you insulted their character, Jesus says that that's murder, right? Well, we've broken God's law. And the punishment for God's, uh, for breaking God's law, right, is the wrath of God, right? And we're all subject to the wrath of God. We're all under His condemnation and His wrath. You, I don't know how much you know of the Bible, how much you know of this, but it says that everyone who is not in Christ Right, and that's everyone born into, into this world is under the wrath of God and the wrath of God abides upon them because we've all broken God's law. And God is holy and righteous and just, right? So just as if someone broke the law here, right? And they broke the law, uh, for instance, if I walked in there, they charged me for trespassing, you might write me a ticket or might take me to jail, right? And then I would have to pay a fine, right? Okay, so God is the righteous judge, right? That must punish law breaking. Does that make sense? Okay. okay, so every single person, every single human being has broken God's law, right? Bible also says that we're born in this world with a nature that's bent towards law breaking. Like for instance, do you have any kids? I do. Okay, so <laughs> how, how old are they? You don't have to say, I don't, I don't know if you want to say that or not. No. Okay, they're little, right? Yeah. Okay, do they lie? Sure. <laughs> yeah, did you teach them to lie? No. no. So there you go, they're bent towards uh, lying, right? 
Uh, so we're all bent towards breaking God's law. And because of that, we deserve, a wrath, we deserve God's punishment and His wrath and His uh, condemnation, right? But God has made a way, right, for us to be saved from our sins, from our law breaking, that Jesus Christ, who I spoke about, the creator of all things, came into the world, fulfilled the law perfectly, okay? This is important, we'll get to it. But then you know He went to the cross, right? He gave His life up as a sacrifice, right? to pay for the sins of his people, right? So when he went to the cross, God the Father poured out his wrath upon his perfect holy son. Now it doesn't make sense because if the Bible says that the wages of sin is death, right? And Jesus is being punished on the cross, why is Jesus being punished? It's kind of like, what's going on here? I'm sure you know this. He's being punished for the sins of his people, for everyone who would believe in him. Make sense? Okay. so. Now, the perfect righteous life that Jesus lived, if you believe in Jesus by faith, right, believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God, believe that He lived a perfect righteous life, which He did do, right, that perfect righteous life will be credited to your account, will be credited to you as righteousness. So if you stand before God on Judgment Day, you said you've broken God's law before, right? We all have. You'll stand before God, and what will God say to you? You are guilty, right? You're guilty because you've broken my law. The punishment for breaking my law, even one, is my wrath, is eternal separation from God, okay? But God did something, right? He saved us from the wrath of God through Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ took the wrath that you deserve and I deserve upon Himself, right? The Bible says that uh, the one who knew no sin became sin so that we could become the righteousness of God in Christ. So when Jesus was hanging on the cross being punished for sin, he was being punished for your sins, your law breaking, right? And my law breaking. And the righteous life of Christ, right, was provided for you to be received by faith. Okay, does that make sense? So now, what happened when Jesus died on the cross? Do you know? Uh, he forgave our sins. He forgave our sins, right? Because he's the perfect sacrifice, right? He's the Lamb of God, right? And what happened after he died? He rose on the third day, right? Have you ever seen somebody rise up out of a casket? No. You've been to funerals before, right? And that person does not get up, right? But Jesus Christ rose from the grave because He is God. He's defeated sin. He's defeated death, right? What happened after that? Do you know? All right. He walked for 40 days, right? He showed Himself to His disciples. 500 people saw Him, right? And then after that, he ascended to be at the right hand of the Father. So Jesus Christ right now is ruling and reigning over all of his creation, right? He sits at the right hand of the Father. He's King of Kings and he's Lord of Lords and he has all authority and power over everything he's created. And that's why you're subject to him, right? I'm subject to you. You're, you're my governing authority, okay? And I'm subject to you. Like, I, as long as you tell me uh, something that's within the law, right? And it's something that doesn't go against the law of God, I listen and obey you. That's pretty cool, isn't it? Like, and God has made it that way, yeah. right? And so that's why I respect you, I care about you, and I, I wanna help you in any possible way that I can. And I believe that the best way that I possibly can love you and help you is share what I'm sharing with you right now. Yeah. It's the gospel, it's the good news of Jesus Christ. I and I appreciate it. Yeah, that, that's, I want you to know that's why we're here. Yeah. And this would be the same conversation that I would have with anybody if they gave me a chance to say something for at least 30 seconds, right? But here's the thing that everyone here now, everyone you see, everyone who has still got the, the breath uh, uh, of God in their lungs, their, their heart is beating, God is giving them a chance to repent and turn to Jesus. 
Does that make sense? Yep. And so repent means acknowledge that you've sinned against God. You've acknowledged that, right? That we've broken God's law and that there's a judgment for our sin. And we need to believe that Jesus Christ has taken the judgment for us, right? So when we believe in him by faith, right, and repent of our sins, that's actually believing, right? That we would, so for instance, if I'm an adulterer, if I, that's my wife over there. If I was cheating on my wife, I'd be an adulterer, right? Well, I couldn't say that I was a Christian and keep on committing adultery, right? That wouldn't make any sense, right? I would say, yeah, I'm saved. So what if I sin? So what if I commit adultery? Jesus has saved me, right? And I keep on committing adultery on my wife. You would call me what? What would I be? It's okay to say it. Uh, I'd be a hypocrite, right? I'd be saying one thing and doing another, right? And so a lot of times people will say, do you have any sin in you? And I would say, yes, I do. Yes, I'm, I'm not apart from sin. I sin every day, though I don't want to, right? Uh, though in my fleshly nature, I have a, I have a desire to sin. Uh, the Spirit of God lives in me because He saved me. I have a desire to preach about Jesus, to share His gospel, but also tell people about the gospel, right? To tell people about the law of God, how they're guilty before Him, and how they can be reconciled to God through Jesus Christ, right? And that Spirit in me compels me to be here today. And we are ambassadors for Christ. So um, God is making His appeal through us, right? We're just, we're just men, we're just women that have been saved by the grace of God, and we want to tell people the good news, right? But also something that we do is we share the law of God because everyone is under the law of God. And so while somebody says, well, I'm not religious, I don't really care, right? It doesn't matter to me. Just because they say that doesn't mean that they're, they're free from, from God's judgment. Everyone is under His judgment, and we're trying to warn them. Even if they're like, I don't care, I don't want to hear it, right? Because when they stand before God on Judgment Day, we care about their soul and God will send them to hell forever. I mean, that's a fact. You read the Bible, there's no, there's no gray area, there's no neutrality. And we wanna tell them that there's only one way to be saved, right? And Jesus said that I am the way, the truth, and the life, and there's no other way to the Father except through me. He's done everything necessary for us to be saved. We can't do any amount of good works to be saved. Like, I mean, you do a lot of good works. I mean, your job uh, puts you in a position to do good works because, I mean, that's your job, to help people across the road, to make sure people are being safe. All of those things are good and right. The reason I'm, I'm asking you, the reason I'm asking you this is because you have to make a decision. And it's not a decision because this guy in the red beard, everybody makes fun of my beard, because this guy over here said, hey, this is what you need to do. It because when you're here, you have the ability to leave. Like, you can leave because you're working for Planned Parenthood. And what I, I want you to think about is, are you supporting Planned Parenthood by defending them? Because they're paying you. That money, that money that they're, they're taking, they're giving to you and you're making. And you can, you can choose not to. And this is, this is what I want you to think about. If you believe in God and you believe that He's Jesus Christ, and you believe that He's died for your sins and rose again from the grave, you believe that has all, He has all authority and power, right? And there'll be a day of judgment for what you do. What I'm, t I'm asking you lovingly is to think about repenting from what you're doing, right? Don't support baby murder and turn to Christ and say, God, I was wrong. I didn't really understand what was going on. Now I do. It's been made clear to me and I can make a decision to not be here anymore and I can do what's right according to your word. Not according to me, but according to the truth of your, of your word and, and ultimately that you're God and you hate murder, okay? And I don't know what you think about what goes on in there and I can't pick your brain. We can argue all day about like what we think and is it a clump of cells? But there's, um, look, and I'm not, young, young, young baby, right? 10 week old, still got arms and legs. That's a reality and it's hard to look at. Why do we put it there? Because it makes you sick, doesn't it? 
it makes you sad, but that is a reality of like, you've had kids. Your wife has had her children, your children, right? And when they were in there, um, my wife had three children, right? I love them to death, right? They're like everything to me, I would die for them. Um, she had three C-sections, and when they opened up her stomach, what do you know? It was them, right? It was Grayson and Amelia and, and, and Arabella, right? And those are my babies, right? And when we see this, we want to tell these people, look, please don't murder your baby because it's a fact. That's what's going on. And we want to tell them what's happening. Please don't do it. We'll do anything necessary to help you, whatever it is. I know they don't believe us. You probably didn't even believe us, right? You, maybe you still don't. But these, all of us will, will, my wife wants to adopt a baby. If that person wants to kill their baby, let us adopt your baby. If you want to keep it, then we'll help you, we'll support you, we'll do whatever needs to be done so that your baby will live and have a chance at life. This is why we're here. This is the only reason why we're here. Now, we do face opposition, we do have people that will, will confront us, and, and, but ultimately, the way I'm talking to you right now is how I would talk to anybody that would give me the chance to be able to communicate. But ultimately, we're gonna stand before God on Judgment Day, every single one of us, right? And when we stand before him, we can't stand, I did the best I possibly could, God. It's not gonna work because we've already broken God's law. We need the righteousness of another. We need the righteousness that comes by faith through Jesus Christ, right? And when we believe in him by faith, he credits you. He, it's like putting a badge on you. Actually, the Bible talks more about like putting a robe of righteousness, the blood robe around you and covering you in his righteousness. And he takes your sin and it was placed upon Jesus on the cross and it was punished and it was put to death. That's good news, is it? Because if, if you believe that you're a guilty sinner before God and worthy of His wrath and His punishment, you need a Savior, right? And that Savior is Jesus Christ, okay? So I just want you to think about that. I appreciate you listening to me, Chandler. Um, just Yes, Kevin. Just think about what I said. Um, just think about what goes on here. Think about that you have to answer to God for what you do. I know that's like, that, kind of, that cuts. I know it does, but that's, I just want to be completely honest with you, right? Why would you want to cut? Well, what I mean is, because I know, I know it. You know, because like I. A surgeon. Yes. If the healing needs to come by cutting. Yes. Uh, yes. I'm also Kearns. Kearns, yeah. thank you. I'm Rose. I, I was thinking the other day. I don't know how much you know about history. Are you, are you a history buff? A little bit. Yeah. I, do you know what happened in Germany where they just sang louder and the trains went by, going to Auschwitz? The churches, yeah. The yeah. church just sang a, little, a lot. Not everybody by any means, but people just sang louder. They ignored. They didn't pay attention. And when you do see, I mean, I've miscarried. I have three, but I've miscarried twice. Mm -hmm. I've held this child in my hands. Mm -hmm. I've warned those two babies. Yes. Um, and, and you know, your father, I think you were saying. Yes, yes. Just in terms of the vulnerability and the protectiveness that you want to put over mom and... Um, and sometimes it's out of our control, but, but this little one, yeah, yeah. I appreciate you guys coming out here and doing Absolutely. what you're doing. I'm here for you guys. I'm here for them. I'm here for them. I'm here for everybody. Yeah. And we're here for we're here for them. Yeah. Most of all, yeah. Yeah. There was a group. There's a smaller group. They were standing in the road in the back. I didn't say anything to them because mm -hmm. it's not a real busy street. Yeah. But if they're standing in the road, I mean, you guys know. I was right. A few minutes ago, right. I spoke to your crossbar. Yeah. Not blocking. I mean, if car comes, I'm moving out of the way. Okay. Can I pray for you? Is that okay? Can I hold your hand? Uh, I was gonna go back to my car, but I want to pray oh, for no, you. I, I want to pray for you. Okay. All right, Chandler, right? 
Yes, sir. Father, in Jesus' name, God, I pray for Chandler, God, uh, that uh, the message that he just heard, the message about your son, uh, your word, God, that uh, God, you would drive that home to, to his heart, God, that you would work in his heart in such a way. I don't know anything about Chandler, God, but you know him absolutely perfectly. Uh, God, you, you, you created him for a purpose. God, he's your deacon, uh, your servant, and uh, God, we're thankful for, uh, uh, for what he does, how he protects and he serves. And God, I just uh, pray that uh, you would work in him uh, according to your will, that ultimately he would see that what goes on in here is, is, is murder. And I just pray that you would uh, cause him to repent and turn to you and he would leave this place. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, Kevin. Thank you.